Welcome to the Wilson Show. This is Lord Extra Cooler, and welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, so, uh, what's in cooler? Oh, <laughs> just blew my mind. <laughs> the rhino, the rhino's on ya. Extra credit. Port, 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 port side heater. Extra credit. Welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. Welcome to the Extra Cooler Show's 100th episode spectacular. My name is Nick, otherwise known as Extra Cooler, and this week we are celebrating, you guessed it, our 100th episode. With me, I've got Jimmy Polo, Mikey Workrate, and the Hop God, as usual. Maniac Mike Workrate. (laughs) <laughs> as usual you can find us on instagram at extra cooler and join us over on the discord channel uh we're having a lot of a lot of fun over there uh chatting all things current past present you know the drill uh so before we start celebrating matt you've got some housekeeping to do so why don't you take it over i sure do so last week we went through goldberg's streak ending uh but before we even get there i, I I want to take a second and say congratulations to you three knuckleheads. We are 100 episodes in, and I pulled the hours. We have created 162 hours, 3 minutes, and 43 seconds of content over 99 episodes. That's almost a full week's worth of content straight through. Absolutely insane. So a uh, lot of time looking at your mugs. You're welcome. You're welcome. Cheers, fellas. Good, Good. I, I'm, I'm, I, for one, am uh, very proud that we're hitting Hell triple, yeah. triple friggin' digits. Super Wild. impressive. So uh, I, lo- I love the idea say? of a, a full week of just like total yeah. stupidity yeah. and nonsense. <laughs> 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 if, 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 <laughs> not even I, sleeping. Were, no sleep. Yeah. Matt and I were doing the math. I said, uh, you know, if you need to catch up, just take a vacation for take a week off from work and just listen to us nonstop and, and never sleep. Up. By uh, episode 24 or so, you'll start to get delirious and, then... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and actually find us humorous. But yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> You're like but, Aaron uh, Rodgers in the cave. Yeah. Oh, man. There you <laughs> go. Sensory there deprivation. Except yeah. oh, yeah, sensory overload from us. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, moving into the Goldberg, uh, we last week talked about Goldberg's title reigns, and he was champion from July 6th. Through December twenty seventh, which was the uh, which was one hundred and seventy four days, and the ending of the streak is what we covered last week. But Halloween Havoc nineteen ninety nine, he actually did get the world wow. title one other time, so we were wrong. But Damn. there was some shenanigans in there, and that's why nobody ever remembers it. He won it at Halloween Havoc after he beat Sid Vicious by TKO to win the U.S. title. Then Hogan lays down for Sting at the end at the end of the like kind of the tail end of the pay-per-view. Hogan comes out, lays down for Sting, Sting pins him. It looks like an absolute shit show. And then Sting issues an open challenge. Goldberg uh comes out to the challenge, accepts the challenge. Three minutes and eight seconds later, he's holding the title to go off the air at Halloween Havoc 1999. Fast forward awful. one day to Nitro. Nitro kicks off with an angry sting in the ring, not having his title. He calls out J.J. Dillon. J.J. Dillon acknowledges that Goldberg match was not sanctioned by WCW, but he vacates the title. The title is now off of Goldberg, and 
he had a one day rain and that's why nobody remembers it us included <laughs> last week when we didn't have it so um Awful. super yeah. weird super wcw super it's like you know, hogan laying the... down was strange man. super wcw that sounds yeah. like a new federation like yeah there you go <laughs> did we get a lot uh, of letters from the humanoids about that the Hammonagers out there correcting no, us no <laughs> surprisingly no i was expecting uh somebody to come out but uh maybe we haven't tapped into our wcw roots enough or maybe there's no roots to begin with Let's just keep so, throwing uh, rocks at wcw and see what see what happens they'll come for us there we go. <laughs> uh two more quick hitters juice robinson's nxt name was cj parker and then he went by Who? cjp juice robinson Oh, yeah, I get I it. Know, I know. Yeah, I get it. Uh, and then the fat tires that were randomly in my cooler for what's in the cooler actually came from Ace Field Retro. When oh, look I at went that. down for his fantasy baseball draft, uh, he threw some of those in my cooler for the way home, and uh, I totally forgot that that's where they came from. So he texted me later in the day and was like, yeah, those are for me, pal. <laughs> wait, so, wait, uh, a, wait a kiss and make up after giving him a 1.5, even as he, he did not give me any shit for that. He was actually proud and, and happy that we actually went with his recommendation nice. but uh that that's it from our housekeeping this week <laughs> awesome so uh for our 100th episode spectacular what we decided to do is each of us went into the wrestling wine cellar and we brought a uh, favorite bottle to share with each of you and <laughs> wanted uh, to keep it classy yeah we're trying to class up this joint <laughs> exactly. um, so so first the first thing we've got on tap is the mating game Featuring the Heart oh, Foundation on Tuesday Night Titans from May of 1986. Matt, this is what you brought. Um, is there anything you want to say before we start discussing this? This this whole show is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, them going through and, and creating these skits and just having fun with these little vignettes, if you will. Uh, this one was... The mating game, not the, not the dating game. Don't get confused here. And uh, hosted by Vince McMahon himself. The Bachelors are the Hart Foundation, Jimmy Hart, Bret Hart, and the Anvil. Uh, so you guys can now take me to task about how I uh, I gravitate towards Bret Hart. So uh, I'll let you guys have the floor. Have fun. Actually, this is an appropriate time for this. It's time, Matt. It's time. Okay. Is this mm -hmm. an intervention? Dear, dear, sit down. Dear Matt. You sit down. I've wrote something for you tonight. You've played <laughs> such a huge role on this podcast. We have so many memories on this show. Remember how Chris Jericho used to be your favorite wrestler? But you always seem to pick Bret Hart matches. I know we've been doing this podcast for 100 episodes, and there's so much wrestling to watch. And it can be hard sometimes to pick a match to cover. But I speak for the group when I say, we think you have a problem. We think you love Bret Hart. You it's need not to funny. Some Mikey's help. crying. Mikey's crying over there. He's sad. Feels bad for you. So we're 100 episodes in. <laughs> Matt has probably suggested... <laughs> Matt has probably suggested a Bret Hart match, I'd say, at, at this point, a good 25% of the time. That's Brett me, is involved like, in the car. I think too. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's fun to keep the uh, the shtick going and uh, and confess to all of you knuckleheads and and jabronis out there that don't want to admit that Bret Hart is the greatest heel of all time. He kind of goes. True. He kind of you know if this is a court case, you're you're working. You've got some good evidence, some good heel work in this uh, mating game. Of course, they are heels here. 
Yeah, this is this is an interesting one for sure. Oh, wait, before uh, we get started, we should say that you can find all this stuff on YouTube, right? All these clips that yes. we're going to cover tonight. They're on yes. uh, yep. YouTube. Pretty easy to find. We could put out the links and stuff. I will yes. make sure that the links are in the description of this week's episode. So go in. Feel free to click and check it out all, along the way. And uh, you can learn all about um, <laughs> Jimmy Hart's red bikini briefs <laughs> yeah and or if you want to check out the caterpillars on uh, phoebe's eyebrows um you can watch it on on peacock and get it in high definition or the closest thing to high definition so this is again from may of 1986 lord alfred hayes is introducing vince and it's got like the dating game set um vince has lord a alfred hayes Come on. <laughs> I don't even know what he says. What is he? Uh, ladies and he, gentlemen, the mating I can, game. With... I can, uh, I can oh, play you got it if you it, want. Right. I've oh, got oh, it. Yeah, oh, let's do that. it. Let's, let's get the real thing. No impression needed. Welcome to the mating game. The only game show that offers love as the grand prize. And now, here's your host, Vince McMahon. Here's your host, Vince McMahon. Is Lord Alfred Hayes recording from like underneath a ring or something? <laughs> <laughs> Underwater, maybe. Yeah, under, <laughs> the, like audio and, and the audio and the, the music just do not sync up well at no, all on this. No. It definitely uh, is, is part of the downfall of having to watch or, or watching on YouTube rather yeah. than it no. being from a streaming service. No, the network, it was just as bad on it's Peacock. It's just the same? Yes, right. I watched it's, it. On oh, YouTube. it's awful. <laughs> yeah, it's it's terribly like the the volume on the music is so incredibly loud. You can barely hear what Vince is saying later on. Yeah, Call so and, video and, need to get their shit together. <laughs> this in, this in is some like aspects. Good... In some aspects, it's probably a good thing that you can't hear what Vince is saying. <laughs> if we're really being honest here, uh, <laughs> Vince has a smirk on his face, uh-huh. like a smug smirk on his face the entire time, like he's cracking himself up. Oh, like yeah. I picture Vince is the man Absolutely. who wrote all of this. And he I thinks mean, it's absolutely hilarious. I, I have to admit, though, that every time this man, like Vince, every time he speaks during this whole vignette, this whole episode, whatever you want to call it, it slows the entire thing down. It feels like he's talking in circles. The no. grammar and like the punctuation of the speech itself just feels really disjointed and strange. Like, is he trying to remember things? Is he talking off a of, teleprompter like i just assumed it was a teleprompter but the way he's speaking it's so bad so bad you know it's funny i just finished that book the ringmaster one the biography of vincent man by abraham reisman or something like that um and it's perfect this was perfect timing to have read that and then watch this because they talk about in that uh in that book, early vince mcmahon talking in circles like he didn't really know what he was like he wasn't as what he is today Polished. or like what he's in the 90s and 2000s yeah exactly so it was super i was like oh this is perfect timing to be watching this wow yeah and him trying to hold back laughter does not help this at oh, all he does but it, it feels hold. like it feels like vince's this is a whole rib on the heart foundation from vince like that's yes. all this feels like to me and it's absolutely yes. glorious <laughs> it feels this, like he's trying to be like saturday night live to no me doubt. Like he's yeah, trying, he's yeah. trying to be live on television and get a kick out of of people, and it's go- it's very goofy. Yeah, I don't. Goofy. You can't. It's as cringy as Vince can be, and I, you know, I'm one of the first to admit, like he really makes me cringe a lot. 
but this is like you know but i like he, he like leans into it though <laughs> like does. and it's like it's so it makes it like kind of entertaining plus it's the 1980s right so it's like all this kind of goofy stuff was on tv and it, it's true for people of our generations you know like catnip watching this kind of thing i think heat so imagine vince. imagine vince the way it looks today doing this <laughs> mustache <laughs> yeah. oh, immediately fit, to jail immediately get sent yeah. to jail <laughs> <laughs> this th- this could not fly actually a lot of what we're going to talk about today doesn't oh, fly God, in no. 2023 because this was like super perv everything oh, yeah. on here and the, yeah changing it from the dating game to the mating game it just introducing the bachelors and the fun facts about you know jimmy hart hails from dixie he talks about how uh he's got a pair of fire engine red red <laughs> bikini briefs for one for every day of the month and like it's just yeah. so strange so strange how about right before and vince is going through the rules and he says that you know after the date they can come back and fill us in on all the gory details I'm like, oh. <laughs> in a special kiss and tell bonus my uh I, I do have to admit, though, that my favorite is Bret Hart's introduction. Yes, yes. So, it is yes. good. So good. Uh, I, I wrote it verbatim. So if, yes, uh, please. If, please. If, if you I was wheel, hoping. If you wheel, uh, Bret Hart is a professional athlete of national repute. Jeff's uh, Jeff, Jesus Christ. I, I, when I try to read things, it goes terribly wrong. If anybody else has ever noticed 99, 100 episodes in, I guess I can't read. Uh, Brett's idea of a good time is a taffy pull. I think yes. that's what he said. <laughs> Definitely what he says. Yeah. When you when you bring up the I, I I've, when I've taken my notes, <laughs> I uh, bring up the captions, and it definitely did not say taffy poll, but I can't remember what it was at this point. Uh, he holds the record for writing the most unpublished letters to the Playboy Advisor column, <laughs> and and among Brett's m- many colorful hobbies are watching miniature golf, checking his mails. Males, I don't understand, and tying his shoes. What? What? Vince, what? Trying to be funny. He's really oh, going after uh, Brett there. Yeah, and meanwhile, Brett shoes. is. Notice how drenched Brett is. Like, just dumped a bucket of water all over his head. <laughs> like, it's you. If you watch it on YouTube, you probably wouldn't notice this, but his shoulders are like soaking wet. <laughs> Jimmy Hart comments on his uh, overall greasiness later yeah. in the episode. Yes, yes he does. <laughs> yep, totally does, and it's. Uh, Pulling, I, wait, I was that, was that pulling his taffy? Pulling taffy? The taffy pull. Taffy pull. It's a taffy pull. We talk taff is a taffy pull. Yeah, yeah I, I know. Whatever that is, taffy, Vince definitely like slapped his apart. knee. Is that a is that a Calgary thing? I guess we got to look up. Does Taffy like I don't know? Like I always thought Jersey Shore. When it comes I was, to I was gonna say Jersey Shore. You'd, you'd have to ask Stu. I don't know if he's here. So oh, well, all right. Well, we'll check in with Stu if he comes in. Uh, but then. Just the, I do have to commend Bret Hart here. He comes out in this is 1986, so these yeah. are like brand friggin' new. He comes out in a pair of Jordan ones that are baby blue and white that are really sick. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Look at you like swooning I, over Bret Hart. I, I, <laughs> Seriously, I'm not there is no swoon. His footwear game was on point. No, you're right. He, he, he looks, looks cool. Six. He does look That's cool, especially for the 80s. You're right. You're not wrong. He's got the aviator glasses yeah. on. He's trying to be this tough guy. Like, you know, I he thinks know. he's the shit, too. That's oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. Every word that came out of his mouth during this, I think, is really what Brett, the real man, would say, not Brett Hart, the character. <laughs> so we can't leave off Anvil. Anvil no, comes out no. in a beautiful sweater. He likes rump roast AM radio, and his pet peeve is reading books with more words than pictures, according to Vince. Like, laying in on the Hart Foundation. The, the the fact that he he likes bright colors like <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that popped me so much. 
Sweater. I love the sweater game. It's great. Yeah. Yo, and they all have sunglasses on, by the way. Yeah, yeah, no one's... All no three one's, of them uh, have sunglasses It's a bright studio. It looks like Uncle Jesse's bedroom from Full yeah. House. <laughs> Dude, they have their little one-liners, too, to enter, right? Who And Anvil has the best one, right? Yeah. Easily. So Jimmy Hart is pulls out his, his uh, megaphone, and he just goes, Who loves you, baby? <laughs> uh brett said something really perv i don't remember what it was no brett uh, said hello uh who loves you baby uh, yeah jimmy yeah. said hello dollface <laughs> oh hello dollface i'm so sorry you're right who loves you baby and then uh the anvil in a really soft voice yes. just goes hello my child <laughs> i was like oh anvil coming in hot here. and the best part about it Love is it. she gets oh, all God. riled up about it She's like, oh so it's so, like ew <laughs> Uh, Phoebe, babe yes. or not babe? Uh, if she did something about those the brows and the hair, <laughs> I could could justify it. She, she ate, looks. She ate. She ate. She, ate. <laughs> she looks absolutely possessed at some point. Yes, <laughs> like, like the like facial Gozer the Gozerian. Yes, that's exactly where I was going with this. <laughs> she looks like she could oh, be man. straight out of Ghostbusters, man. It like the facial expressions she makes, those big bushy eyebrows. Like I just. <laughs> Can you make yeah. the official art for this episode? Phoebe <laughs> as Gozer. I love it. I mean, don't make fun of dogs. So, I, <laughs> she, she's very excited <laughs> in the beginning, right? After they all say hello, uh, she goes and asks questions. And uh, <laughs> Anvil's <laughs> laughing. I don't even know what one of the questions is. Anvil's like laughing and responds like about think the it's nuclear ridiculous. crisis in Russia. Yes. Like, yeah. talking about so Chernobyl. That's long, uh, yeah, that's like no, how that's long, about the, oh, no, fireworks. the fireworks. Yeah, the yeah. fireworks. Oh, fireworks. What kind of yes. firework are you in bed? A broken yeah. candle, a sparkler, or like a dud. A, a wet then, fuse. Yeah, wet fuse. Yeah. And then yeah, he goes off fuse. to talk about, are you familiar with the nuclear crisis in Russia? <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought it was pretty good. Like, how, ah. Anvil's probably my favorite part of this. Oh, 100%. For sure. For sure. Um, you then, had a feeling he was going to be good at this. The next next question shifts to Brett, and this is where things get really weird. weird. She oh, talks yeah. about um, – this is when she talks about the wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Are you an arm wrestler, arm wrestler, a leg wrestler, or a tongue wrestler? <laughs> and then and, he uh, says, <laughs> "Let's tap into Brett here." Oh, you have one, the audio. because oh, it, have it's it? too good. And I apologize in advance; these are not the words of the extra cooler show. <laughs> we don't condone. Well, I can wrestle with my arms, and I can wrestle with my legs. But since I'm from a very cold climate in Calgary, with the mountains, my nose used to always run. I could always lick my nose. I got a lot of practice. And by the time I grew up, I could lick my eyebrows. So I'd say I'm a tongue wrestler in all, in all faucets of, the, of, uh, of that category. Yummy. Um, Yummy? Uh, okay. Um. Wait, wait, wait. Yummy. Yummy. <laughs> yummy. First of all. Second of all, in all, says yummy too. in all faucets... <laughs> Faucets, all faucets. faucets. The, uh, uh, that's, that's, that no faucets. Bread. You, you could probably blame that on the Canadian accent, but this is absolutely <laughs> hilarious to me as he's talking she about licking disgusted. boogers. She, this is where it goes off the rails, and she's like, I'm out, I'm out. Yet Get she says yummy. Here. She yeah. says yummy. Her face is like, <laughs> yeah. she thinks and it's Vince grotesque. Is, Vince though. is laughing about as hard as we are right now. Yes. Vince <laughs> is trying his, his best. Look at his eyebrows. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
I think Nick can do that, that, actually. (laughs) Nick can definitely touch his nose with his tongue. I've seen it. Not my eyebrows, though. (laughs) Pick his nose, yeah, but not his eyebrows. That would be, that's some freaky, freaky stuff. What about, talk about freaky stuff. What about Jimmy Hart's idea of foreplay? (laughs) He's going to lube up his microphone and sing a song in her ear? That's disgusting. With baby oil. Baby oil. What is he thinking? That's not disgusting. It's just a song. He's going to lube it up, though. And, and do what? Guy. He's just going <laughs> to He sets it up like it. he's going to do something else. You know, he sets yeah. it up in this he's, way. He oh, didn't geez, say that. No, I know <laughs> he, he didn't, didn't say that. You're defending Jimmy Hart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy Hart is definitely not the most offensive no. piece oh, no. of this. And uh, Brett later, where she talks or she asks him, if I was a lovesick girl and you were Dr. Feelgood, what would be your cure? Uh, and then he pretty much describes a rape scene. So we're going to ignore that. <laughs> What the hell, Brett? uh, Putting her in a sleeper hold. On a fireman's carry. Throwing her in a fireman's carry and ravishing her body. body. Everybody thinks that your body. Everybody thinks Shawn Michaels is such a bad guy in like the late 90s. Like, what about Bret Hart in 1986 talking about ravishing faucets of Phoebe? This is Matt's goal here. Episode 100, get Bret Hart canceled. See, like, he's working this angle. I'm not trying to get him him canceled. I'm just trying to get everybody to understand that he's not a good guy from 1980, whatever, until the very end. (laughs) Till still. Till now. Yeah, look, no, he's still he crying. He just he just did a uh, uh, an interview with Justin from the Wrestling Classic, and he didn't come across as a bad guy there. It was pretty cool to listen to that. So, uh, cheers to Justin for getting one of his all time favorites on his show. That was pretty awesome. Asked him about the Macho Man too. I thought that was nice. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah, brought we, up you the. Know, uh, you know, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Ooh, hi, Stu. Hi, Stu. You know, we, I, we, no. We, I'm glad uh, you're here. Yeah, we in those cold Calgary nights, we all kind of had to eat our boogers from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Did you do a taffy pull too? What is that? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's a uh, not the dungeon. That's up in the bedroom. If you know, if you know what I'm saying. Is that after the Watusi? <laughs> it's <laughs> during during. <laughs> so. Oh, All man. right, you made this... Stu run away, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> he just Phoebe... walked away. <laughs> Phoebe's uncomfortable as we head into a commercial That's break. All we are, <laughs> and then we come back, and I don't even know. There's a few more questions. Uh, Vince then goes on to describe what uh, what the prize is. Oh, Jesus, this is pure I Vince know... here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. this is where 100%. Vince just goes on for entirely way too long. He starts talking about how they're going to send them bowling and then to like these dive bars. Or go to three, three Mile Island. Yeah, That's three like the mile pure island. evidence that it's Vince. Yeah. Like Adam Bomb like, yes. oh, corroborates the whole. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Send them on bowling. Run. I'm thinking to myself, get the hell out of there, Phoebe. And uh, then she, she tell, says, Phoebe, uh, you've got to go on all these dates so that you can collect your prize of $10,000. Like, uh, she runs away at this point. Jimmy Hart is barking at her and telling her to run away. It, she's she's pretty violent in her description of uh, getting out of here. Can can I play it or are we going please. too long on this? No, please. Time is up. Tell us who is the lucky guy. Is it bachelor number one? 
bachelor number two, or bachelor number three. And remember, you can only choose one. Uh-huh. One? You've got to be kidding. I'm not going to go out with those morons. What? what? You're, hey, hey, hey. Wait, you're not going to go out with any of them at all? I'm getting out of here. Color me gone. <laughs> Phoebes. Phoebes. Color me gone. Color me gone. It's morons. I'm, By the way, I'm going to save color me gone in our uh, our little soundboard here. I'm going to start using that in everyday life. By go. the way, I think Phoebe Zimmerman is her real name, and she's on LinkedIn right now if anybody wants to hire Call her for text some work. <laughs> oh, man. Send in the you're, text immediately. Your search went pretty deep, man. I was figuring most people start at like social media, Facebook, and right Instagram, to and right to LinkedIn. Right to LinkedIn. We, we I think she'd come on the show, right? Maybe. I, she might. We might have to pay her, mm. which I'm not willing yeah, to yeah. do. She's not in our budget. <laughs> hey, we'll, pay, we'll pay you in uh, musky brand toilets, whatever yeah. it is that they, they give away as a prize. Anyway, like Matt was saying, Vince is very drawn out. Um, Phoebe runs away. Here's where we get Miss Yolanda Jones out to replace Phoebe. She's about five foot tall. She's got a cl- you know Vince curly, came up with that name. Oh yeah, curly blonde <laughs> wig. Like think think Doink the Clown, but yep. blonde. Yep. Um, and she's got like a mole that looks like a cocoa puff. It has that, hair. It totally it has like long hairs growing off of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bizarre. Um, Vince definitely got an got this idea, wrote the whole thing himself, and uh, she offers Jim the Anvil Nineheart the whole ten thousand dollars if he goes out on the dates with her. And uh, the rest of the Hart Foundation is convincing him. He's like, oh, yeah, we know we could really use the money. The Hart Foundation <laughs> yeah, could the really Hart use Foundation. the money. Like, <laughs> Jesus, climate is. Uh, yeah. I love how he says, like, the Hart Foundation. And, yeah. Like, it's like a dog rescue agency <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah right? we could really use the money. <laughs> so uh, after this, they all go off. And, and then Vince comes back with Phoebe. <laughs> After a commercial break, and Phoebe apologizes and tells Vince, uh, and, and you know, just says that she's, uh, you know, that she shouldn't have done that and all these things. And Vince then, at this point, tells her to hold his microphone, yes, hands it to her, and then he decides to pick her up, like just scoop her up, un- arm under the legs, arm under the shoulders, like. What, what what is going on? All of a sudden, yeah. Mean Gene Oakland shows up out of the back. Vince hands her to Gene. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and then the credits roll. It was so okay. bizarre. So, so I did. Bizarre. I did. Anybody else do a dive into this? What what this was all about? No. Please. Okay. So this had a purpose. Believe it or not, there's like three episodes of Tuesday Night Titans, or maybe a few handful more that come after this. And Mean Gene is the host. This is Vince's way of handing over the duties oh, wow. to oh, Mean man. Gene. Like I had no clue why, but I read it. It, I'm like reading like articles, and I'm trying to find out, like just trying to figure out what is going on in this segment. And one of the things I broadcast journalist. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. I'm reading about it, and it points out how this was Vince's way of handing the reins over to Mean Gene to now be the host. Bizarre, what a freaking bizarre. Yeah, that's the difference between a teacher and the students. (laughs) Thank you you for educating us. This was an excellent segment. I absolutely loved it. Um, It it runs about like 15 minutes, I would say, a little over. YouTube is like 18 minutes. Yeah, it's closer to 20. I I broke the rules. Originally, it was supposed to be 15 minutes, but we uh, learned about tongue wrestlers and uh, some really bad 
sexual innuendos here. We found out out that Bret Hart can lick his eyebrows. I mean, (laughs) it was all worth it for that. Touche, touche. This was too much fun. If Justin is listening, next time you talk to Bret, ask him if he could do it for you. (laughs) Ask if he can still lick his eyebrows. Or is it just his nose for the boogers? (laughs) Side note, this was the first time we ever covered Tuesday Night Titans. Yes. True that. Yep. They well, are. That was fun. They're, they're, like, they're uh, definitely we talked about it forever, but we never this kind of like backdoored yeah. <laughs> us into it, right? Without a doubt. So we've got we've got three other things we want to touch on in this episode. So before we do, as usual, the Extra Cooler Show and What's in the Cooler and our hundredth episode is brought to you by Sloop Brewing Company. Sloop Brewing is known for their hazy and golden IPAs like Juice Bomb and Super Soft. Anybody bring a sloop with them? I did. What do you got? Maniac oh. Mike. Maniac Mike here, and I got a Sloop Premium Lager. Oh, that's right up your alley. Yeah, I've I've been into lagers a lot lately, and this is one of the best I ever had. No joke. Um, when we had our uh, little uh, wrestle Sloopomania there the other yep. weekend, uh, I tried these for the first time. You know, on good. tap, obviously, they were really good. They were going yeah. down like water, and um, you know, they're still good in a can at home. So. My parents, I recommend them highly. My parents and my wife are picky dr- beer drinkers, and uh, they all gave that high ratings. Oh, wow. They Crushable. Very, yeah, my, my, my wife and uh, my dad especially were pretty pumped. Yeah. Good stuff. It was so good. Go? I had I had a Sloop of Mania as well, and I don't know if anybody has seen the like video that they did to introduce it because it's it's only yeah. a month old at this point. The video is tremendous. So it really is. Sloop, yeah, go find it. Go, go seek it out. I've shared it on my story a couple times, I think. And uh, if I can find it, I'll. The I'll can it is again. cool it too. It's like tremendous. 70s style. Yeah. yeah, it has a super old school vibe to it. It's it's tremendous. If you can find it, definitely pick it up. Yeah, awesome. I'll go next. I uh, I'm probably I'm pretty sure I had an other half in episode one, right? That makes sense. So I went totally. with the uh, other <laughs> half in episode 100. I got a uh, cream of broccoli. It's double dry hops, imperial oat cream, India pale ale. And uh, 7.9%. Yeah, 7.9%. It is it's delicious, though we've been doing the show so long now, I can't even read like the text on the can. My <laughs> eyes are failing me. <laughs> so I'm going to pile yeah. on, on the, the, the beer train. I've got an Equilibrium, which is right by me in New York. Uh, it's a wavelength. It's an IPA. And uh, it's 6.5% in a nice 16-ounce can. Hopcod, I, I have to I have to admit here that we are at episode 100, and not one of you got classy. Like, sure, Sloop is great. <laughs> Other half is is great. I I have I have the big one. Does anybody know what the big one is? Oh, I don't want to spoil the it. big un. Oh my god, the big one. Oh my god, <laughs> I have. I have just put it up on the screen. I have. I'm opening it right now. I have a 25 ouncer. It's party time, baby. 25 extra ounce. 25 oh ouncer god. of Bud Ice. Oh my and, god. And uh, it's a lager. It's a 5.5 percent. It's Marty Janetti's beer of choice. It's Marty's beer of choice. I had to cheers to Marty. I was. I, I, I had to bring something. Yeah. Some sort of. Uh, some sort of shtick to I the show. I did not here. expect that to come out of the cooler. I you drink totally, it like not from the hop right god, especially. I, I went to my local <laughs> craft beer guy and I walked in. He's got like a little a little cooler <laughs> on worst. the very front right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> 
uh, he's got a cooler on the front right there. It's got all these tall boys. And I went in and was hoping to find the champagne of beers, Miller High Life, but he didn't have it. So here I am, Bud Ice. Wow. I'm gonna, I'm your gonna, eyes lit I'm up. So, I am so jealous. Is this your yeah. first sip? First sip. Oh. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> you're gonna have heart. You're gonna have heartburn. Overnight. My wife looked at me when I brought it home. She was like, "What the f is that?" <laughs> she goes. <laughs> She goes, you're going to have the beer shits. You're going to have the beer shits in the morning, aren't you? <laughs> that case uh, can looks exactly like the 90s still. Like, it does. Yeah, uh, right? The old school. Don't you ever change, Bud Ice. It's like a Tennessee Titans Voice. Yeah. T- 2000 logo. <laughs> doobie, doobie, doobie. No need for a free brand. The Penguin. I, I yes. definitely had a Bud Ice Penguin shirt before I started drinking beers, I think. I love the, like, the premise between, behind Bud Ice back in the day. It's like, if you like Bud and you like getting shit-faced, try Bud Ice. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll let yeah. you know how it goes. I'm sure you can hear the rails, uh, me going off the rails in a little while and as I work through these 25 ounces of pure Bud Ice. Making, baby. making Goldberg noises over it. <laughs> <laughs> well... Cheers, fellas. I'm, uh, cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers, cheers to 100. All right. Let's move on because uh, Mike's got his bottle with him, and it is a Maxi Vision Power Video Challenge. And it's from, we, we're thinking 1991, 1992. Uh, Mike, yeah. tell us why you picked this well, masterpiece. This is. Why did I pick it? It's It's got Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan and a couple of other wrestlers, and it involves video games, which is one of my, you know, simple pleasures in life. Um, It and you know, it it, did anybody know what this was? Like, did you? Did anybody remember Maxi Vision? I was I I was in tune to the video games back then too, and I had no idea what this was. So it It seems like basically, and I don't remember Hogan doing this either. No. I, it's basically a NES game cartridge that has bootleg. 30 games on it, and uh, you yeah. can it's bootleg. You can pay for Nintendo it. did not make this. Yeah, no, no way. But it's the same shape cartridge and everything, and it's got 30 games. It costs 150 dollars. You can pay in three payments of 49.99. Wait, wait, wait. It is three payments of 49.95 <laughs> plus shipping and handling. <laughs> Terrible, Jesus, awful, yeah. and the games look like complete garbage. Oh yeah, we're not talking about Mario, Zelda, <laughs> no, not even things the knock like that. Off of those, no. Do you not have any that. any of the games, the titles? Yes. Oh, I, I got. Top of your hand? Oh I yeah, got, yeah. I, I, got, I would. I could spend seven more week. I mean, a full another week <laughs> talking about the games on this. Oh yeah. Like we're going to get into it, but yeah, here's some us, yeah. crazy creatures. Both of the <laughs> words start with K. <laughs> oh, that's uh, the one where the uh, the main character looks like... Uh, that's the lightning Baba. round. It looks like Bubble Baba yeah. with fetal alcohol syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got it. <laughs> I thought this was going to be the tame one of the three, but yeah. here we are talking about that. Well, it the, rip. The, it's appropriate. The tagline the tagline to crazy creatures is operate an intergalactic transport service. you got to line them up to move them out. <laughs> and then there's double strike you enter the exotic south pacific and destroy a vicious terrorist organization <laughs> and uh, one more one more there's menace beach which is probably my favorite yes. it's a good name yes. actually it's a good name. i yeah. like that one i feel like that could be a hulk Hogan video game like i yeah. can see him at menace beach brother yeah so 
so to to go off of this, it's MaxiVision Power Video Challenge. It's basically like an infomercial for this. Yes. It's like eight minutes long. It probably ran for ten minutes on some channel in like Canada it's actually like, or something. Honestly, it's, I found a deep cut. It's like thirty minutes long. Actually, There's oh, like really? Other, yeah. Wow. Well, I stumbled upon huh. it later. I don't think Whoa. I can handle that. No, this, definitely this, not. This, this <laughs> I know, no, I, get, I got addicted to it. I needed more after I watched it. <laughs> oh, you would. Can I, say this? Can I say this before we start? This thing, and on that note of this being like insane, I think this is like the most in Mikey Wheel, Mikey Work Rates wheelhouse <laughs> thing that's ever existed. That's why I picked it. <laughs> but I think he needed 40 years to be able to handle this kind of thing. Like, if he watched <laughs> this back in the probably day, right. he would have oh had my a heart God, attack. A kid. Like, yeah, he would have been. We, he As would have been eating turtle it. soup spaghettios and while eating this. Yeah, exactly. We would have laughed as so a, hard back then, it would have killed us. I, but as I a child, a little... I don't think you could wrap your head around it. I still can't wrap my no. mind around it as 40 years old. I don't if, know how if, they afforded Hogan and these other wrestlers. That's why yeah. they. That's why you had to pay $150 Probably. for an NES cartridge. That's why. Three yeah. games. Yeah. Game is so, 30 games are $3, and it was 147 for, you know, <laughs> Hogan and another buck it, for Coco yes. Beware. It comes out to $5 a game if you break it all down. But okay. still, uh, I, I, I pulled yeah. a little ad that Hogan is uh, talking through, and then let, let's, just, let's just hit the clip as I, I, I Please live do. update. Four, four sips into Bud Ice, and I'm feeling bloated already. So uh, I'm going <laughs> to hit, hit play and burp really loud. I'm the expert at tough challenges. 30 games, one cartridge, what power, intense play, Maxi Vision. It's incredible, dudes. The Maxi Vision 30 games in one cartridge is yours now for three easy payments of only $49.95. Remember, the power's in the cartridge. Can I just say I want to be that guy that does the voiceover? You can do it. Yeah, he's got like a voice changer too. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like Nick could do it. He's got a low so, enough voice. So you just got to alter it a little bit further. Let's wait. Let's just try and paint a better picture of what is happening on our screen. <laughs> it's very okay? hard. So it's, it's, very hard. It's, 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 it's hard. It's hard because it's, it's all over the place. So wait. So the set reminds me of like guts, right? Yeah, on kind of guts. Like Nick Arcade. It's like, definitely like, like it's Arcade. Very, yeah. It's, it's flashing it's a lot lights, of like neon, neon flashing and... lights. Yeah. Exactly. The smoke. <clears throat> On top of that, you've got, right, you've got like this host. You've got Hogan, who's also another host. There's three teams battling. It's uh, Hogan's, okay, you've your, got Hogan's your man, man on the floor, though. Hogan's your right. man on the floor. There's two hosts up in like a booth. Yes. And then he's like the yeah. guy on the sideline reporter, you know? So, yeah. Your main you, wait, hold to, on. We haven't gone over and there's the accountants. There's three teams. There's three teams <laughs> competing, right? You've got, you've got. <laughs> You've got Honky Tonk Man has a team, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff has a team, and Coco Beware has a team. Such and a they're correct. paired up with like three or four kids. It, yes. It's correct. It's you chaos. never meet the kids or really even see them playing. <laughs> you There's there. nothing <laughs> more unappealing to me than the idea of watching someone else. Listen, I was always the friend out of these guys who was the shitty video game player. I was always the guy who had to sit again. along and and, and watch these guys play video games, all right? Like, there's nothing more unappealing to me than having to watch other people play video games. It sucks. I can picture... That's why. That's why. That's why. <laughs> I can I can picture Nick going up to Mike's dad 
excuse me, Mr. Mike's dad, can I go home now? <laughs> oh, yeah, you get, they got thrown outside there. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Moreno got but, thrown out the door. I'm sorry, Mikey Workrate got thrown out like – like DJ Jazzy Jeff, like <laughs> By playing the too much Nintendo. <laughs> I, I throw him in the yard. We have to fill in everybody else in, into the joke of Maniac Mike here, because Maniac Mike is the host of this. Uh, that's what they call him. So that's yeah, why he's like a, a knockoff, knockoff Mark Summers. <laughs> yes, for anybody who knows Double Dare. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, this, right this next to like... him is Michael Elson. <laughs> yes. From the pages of a Nintendo Power. Uh, yeah, yeah, Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. I'm sure. You, do you still have that that episode uh, that episode that uh, that issue in your in a box somewhere in your basement? The archives. Sure you no, I, I wish the, I still had all my Nintendo powers. That's the Castlevania <laughs> Two uh, uh, issue. It's got a banger of a cover on there. Give me one word to describe this whole thing. Aneurysm. Intoxicating. <laughs> Fast. Yeah, Everything just moves this... so fast. Like they're yeah. talking at a million miles an hour, and then they show, they just throw it to Hogan, and then Hogan throws wait, it to the finance team. Wait, that's exactly it. Yeah. But wait, there's insane. more. Hogan throws it to some little girl who's pressing a button to switch the games. Like it's like some eight-year-old girl. It's game number four, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. It's it's hard to follow. And the crowd has pom poms for some reason. Also, yeah. I missed yeah. that part. I, one of one of the best parts though is the music. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hit play as we're talking here. Like this is the speed at which everybody is going, and we're going, and we're going, and we're going, and we're just gonna throw it to Hulk Hogan. I'm gonna throw it to Nick. I'm gonna throw it to Jim. I'm gonna throw it to Mike. Maniac Mike. Like, yes, it's you've summed it up. Insane, insane. So we were talking. <laughs> we were also talking about this beforehand. So you figure this is in 1992, right? <clears throat> You've got Honky Tonk Man, Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful has not been in WWF for a while now, so I don't know where they dusted him off. And 90% him of and, the words he says there is incoherent jabber. <laughs> him and also. Hogan are like getting along all buddy-buddy, which makes no sense. Well, he calls him Mr. Blunderful. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he <laughs> yes. does not take kindly to that. <laughs> but it's like, it, who... Any kid that is around our age watching at this time probably had no clue who Paul Orndorff was. Um, maybe you knew, knew, but he was irrelevant at the time. To who these, this is like marketed to? No, probably not. Right, like, right. Maybe they're trying to sell ads. And like, who was they selling these games to? They look like ass. These games. Like, one of them. One <laughs> of them solitaire. Is, one of them is solitaire. solitaire. <laughs> one of them is literally solitaire. It's so bad. And then another one looks like. I'm like, what is this game? It looks like like Jesus of Nazareth walking around like collecting <laughs> collecting frankincense. Like, who wants to play this dog shit? <laughs> dog shit. There's well, the next big video game, just collecting frankincense and myrrh. It's the best when Hogan has to describe it, hear it in his voice. Oh, yes. This round is the Captain Comic game. Legendary treasures of cosmic have been stolen and hidden somewhere in the land of Tanby, dude. <laughs> dude. Yes, dude. <laughs> the power is in the cartridge, brother. Oh God! Oh, there's there's another great part where uh, they ask Michael Elson what his favorite game on MaxiVision is. <laughs> it's Menace Beach. Why? Because of the intense sounds, killer graphics, and crazy characters. 
Yeah. And it, he says the 3D graphics are so intense, it, he feels like he's in the game. Yes. <laughs> the games you were just describing, Jim. Oh, they're a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, oh, it's... And, and there's one more. Yes. Um, <laughs> Please, Well, there's on. about 140 more. <laughs> well, yeah. But wait, there's more. <laughs> so, at one point, uh, Maniac Mike asks him about the choice of games on this cartridge. Elson says, There are many different adventure games, many different puzzle games, many different sports games. And that's this is for beginners and experienced players. And Maniac Mike says, What if you're an adult? He, he goes, My dad plays this. <laughs> 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 no, literally no one I've ever known has played this. I've never heard this. Thing. Michael Elson's dad, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Michael Elson. The uh, lightning why did, round. Why did Nintendo Anything get, can I mean, happen, dudes. <laughs> and why did WF get involved in this like clear yeah, bootleg agreed. operation? It's so weird. It is. This is well, insane. I don't know what they got out of it because you don't see or hear anything no. labeled WWF at all. No, Except for the rest really of course. There must have been there must have been some like legal stuff that Nintendo must have like left out when they came out with the system because the fact that they could get away with this and have infomercials like nowadays you could never get away with duplicating the the cartridge looks exactly the yeah. same as a Nintendo yeah. cartridge. You would put it in a Nintendo, right? So they put it. They the, the, this is all video, right? So you've got a video of them putting the cartridge into a Nintendo. Yeah, it's there. But they've changed oh, yeah. all of like where it says NES on it and right. it says Nintendo. It has they've like peeled that thing off and they've just like replaced it with circles. Circles. <laughs> so, yeah, like little um, <laughs> labels. There's just like little buttons that are like over the top. Yeah. Like it, it, oh, ah, it's so bootleg. They can't it get is us now. So bootleg. Yeah. <laughs> this. Bootleg is the perfect, perfect description of all of this. And I yes. feel like, isn't that what like Incredibly Game bootleg. Genie kind of started yes, as? Yes, yeah, like that's super not bootleg. Nintendo, yeah. But I was going to ask the same thing. Thanks for bringing that on up. On a whole nother level. Yeah, but is- so, so what do you think, like the picture, the advertising, like the meeting, My right? God. The pitch to WWF at the time and Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan. They're like, okay, but how are we going to sell this to the fans? And like, why is wrestling? And they're like, well, you get to join the World Gaming Federation. <laughs> like, that's what we're going to call it. Like, what? I'm sure that, no, yeah. That's, that's the oh, only man. logic behind it why they would want to get involved with this. It is around so, the same time as the WBF, though, right? I was That's about to true. say the same yeah. thing. Is this just another WBF? And uh, Vince was the first one to plug into video WBF, games. WBF, WGF. <laughs> it makes me think, and this kind of ties oh, back man. to the, the Tuesday Night Titans thing. Vince is so obsessed with these like other forays into whatever. Like, Was he like Tuesday Night Titans and this? Was he spending more time on his side ventures yeah. or like the actual booking of his wrestling shows? <laughs> Good point. That's a good question. I would love to see like the breakdown, because you know he took time to write like all that that crap. <clears throat> yeah. That that eight and a half minutes was well. Uh, it, it hurt. Anyways, my head. yeah. Anyways, the accountants award oh, the oh, white yes. team. The accountants, good, yeah. Uh, I would want them doing my taxes. Any good, Mister Blunderful? Thanks to that last round, right? He gets two trophies. I don't know why. <laughs> Here's two trophies, Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> what? There's more questions. How's he getting two trophies for? Can I can I tell you guys quickly about the other half of the stuff that I saw? Yes. Go ahead. It's actually Please the first it. half of the infomercial. This drops oh. you in like halfway through. It starts with Hogan kicking down a wall into like this arena. 
and I, I feel like you guys could I could be like making all this up. You guys can just take my word for it. Like, <laughs> yes. I think you are making it up. No, I swear. There's I swear to God, they, there's more games. Uh, there's a game called um, Baby Boomer. I'm not making this up. I promise you. It's a, oh, it's a baby crawling through the landscape, like a little like little goo goo gaga. It's so slow moving, <laughs> and it like drinks out of a fountain, like a mall fountain, like, a, like looking for quarter flavored water or something. I swear to God. And then they show more of the games. There's Wally Bear and the No Gang. He has to say no to drugs and like climbs through the sewers. And I know this sounds all made up. I swear to God, like <laughs> I will get you the link. It's incredible. Yeah, my <laughs> dad even plays this. <laughs> he does. Bring Mr. Ellison. Oh, yeah. The first oh, half has the game creator, not Michael Ellison. The first half. This is like one of those things. If if I have to recommend this video to anybody, you have to make sure your friends watch it with you, so that you can then go and talk about it. <laughs> because otherwise, while you watch it, you will want to throw something at your television screen or computer. Hey, what just, you look like wa- after this it is <laughs> like a cartoon person that has just had something blow up in their yeah, face. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> so. So there's there's two comments here. First is you can watch it and then come to the Extra Cooler Discord and yes. all of us idiots will have an idea of what you're talking about and you can just unload on how stupid this was. But more importantly, I think the microcosm for the entire uh, episode, this entire thing, is they pan the shot off to one girl, I think it's a girl, sitting in a chair that's like kind of like a recliner style chair and she's playing a video game but she looks like an absolute zombie. Like there's just no expression <laughs> on this poor girl's face it looks like she's being tortured by having to play these games and she's just staring there and coco is dancing like right in front of her right (laughs) oh man it's brutal well think about it poor girls there's a game literally called poke block on there she's probably playing poke block block. (laughs) oh i can't wait to go home and play poke block said like no one in the history of of the universe <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Only three payments of forty nine ninety five oh, for yeah. poke block, <laughs> poke block too. Oh god! All right. Well, Maxi Vision we ended are we, up. Are we tapping out? I think we're tapping out of Maxi Vision. <laughs> moving on, right? I want to live in Maxi Vision, man. <laughs> we, <laughs> all right. So we just we started off in eighty six. We went on to 92. Now we're moving on to uh, 94. And I've brought some trivia from the March 1994 issue of WWF. Uh, I'm sorry, the official WWF magazine. Get it right. All right. So in there, there's some. <clears throat> there's five different categories with three questions each. Oh my goodness. All right. This is their. This is their scoring. Award yourself one point for answering question one, two points for answering question two correct, and three points for answering number three correct in each section. So a perfect score would be 30. Anything over 25 is excellent. 20 to 25 is good. Less than 10, you better get a copy of WWF Magazine. This is all what it says in the magazine. Would you already have one? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Playing this game? All right, so logic. ready? I got so, pen and paper. I'm ready. Oh, you got it? All right, I was going to keep a tally. Oh, no, after you. I'm, I've got to answer. You know, yeah, you know so the, you guys uh, will collectively be the, oh, be the team. Oh, collectively? Yes. All right. Yeah, you can't I feel compete. much better. I was for sure going to lose kind of, if it was solo. No, 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 no. No, you got to compete because there's no other way. I don't have, like, fancy Jeopardy buttons. Hold so, on, hold uh, on. ready? Hold on. Categ- 
Nope, Wait. I am not ready. Mike, Mike is on the right path here. Now, what you did, Jack Tunney, was bogus. The most bogus act you've ever pulled off. Listen, nice. if, if I did this individually, then Mikey Workrate would be complaining about his buzzer not working like he did in, in the it Jeopardy wasn't episode. Working. He, hey, look at him. He's already pissed off. I mean, yeah. He's already got buzzer angst. Ready? Has, so the he, three of you can PTSD put your minds, from... your, head, your heads together to answer these questions. All right? So for one point, in the, the first category is called No Place Like Home. All right? No, question number one, who hails from Kona Coast? Crush. Crush, yeah. Okay. I will tell you your score at the end. That's correct, yeah, one by right. the way. One uh-huh. right. Ready? Number two. Check. This one's from Matt. Atlanta is home to a number of champions. What Federation superstar calls the Georgia City home? This is from 1994? Yes. You know, you know who it is? I know who it is. It's me too. Is, uh, he goes, ah, a lot. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah! Am I doing it right? You guys yes. can answer it because it's, it's, it's made it's in the Luger. USA. Yeah, it's Lex Luger. Yes, you are ah! correct. That's two points. <laughs> Ready? Question number Sounds three. Like video game. Where... I, I hope I hope those sounds are in the next intro. Ooh. Whenever he wants to do it. <laughs> From where does Diesel hail? Detroit. Whoa! Is that, mm. is that your final answer? How confident are you here? I thought I was going to say something like in the Tennessee region, not Tennessee. No. It's either Detroit or Vegas. No, Detroit makes total sense with it. Motor being, City uh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. I, think, I think I think it's wrong, but that's my that's my answer. Final I, answer. What do you got? Detroit. Yeah. I'll go Detroit. Final answer. You are incorrect. It Ooh. is Las Vegas. Oh, I see. Many oh. <laughs> Vegas. Oh, um, right, okay. You so you got three points from the first round. Category number two, from a jack to a king. Question number one, which wrestler likes to say life's a joke? Doink. It's got to be doink. (laughs) Correct. Number two, who calls himself the not-so-bad guy? Uh, Razor? Maybe he's like a face at this point. No, he would never. I don't know. No, he didn't. Who's he feuding with? Razor. It's fake. It's fake razor, right? No, no, no. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, that's later. That'd be great if that was his thing. <laughs> I am the not so bad guy. All right, final it's answer. It's got to be razor. Razor? No, I have no answer. I say but... razor. All right, you're correct. <laughs> Number three. Who was See, the king of the I ring the in 1993? One. What? King Brett. of the ring in 1993. Owen. Oh no, it's Brett. Brett. Owen was 94. Well, you you come off the rails over there, pal. Good thing you don't have a buzzer. All right. Yeah. Ready? Here is my favorite category and quite possibly the most challenging. It's number three. It is called Booger Bites. Uh-oh. Nice. Oh, no. Nice. <laughs> Tie back to Bastion Booger. Boogers. <laughs> Bastion, Bastion Booger is described as the blank man ever to stand before a camera. What? It's going to be like smelliest. <laughs> it's probably like smelliest. could be anything. Grossest. <laughs> He's the EST. Uh, Humpy. He's the EST. <laughs> ESC well done, Jim. Disgusting. I, I, I think it's like <laughs> smelliest or, or. What do you got? What do you? What do you got? Smelliest. You know, smelliest. Yeah. You were, you you actually said the correct answer at one point, grossest. and it is grossest. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Damn it. Do you know? Ready? Do you? 
do you know at what outstanding weight Bastion Booger tips the scales? 403 pounds. I was going 438. That's too high. Can we get a range? Can we? Yeah, like, do, do, do the average. What's the average? Can today? we get a range? Four oh, what did you say? 403, 418. Give it 413, 414. Somewhere in there. Jim's the, Jim's the, what do you got? Jim's the book guy, not the math 413. guy. 413. Yeah. <laughs> 413. <laughs> sure. I'm going to award you two points. I'm going to award you one point because Mikey was two pounds off. Of course, it was four oh three. It was four oh one. Wow. Okay. So that's ready. Work rates like real skill. He can pick out four, if you're in the four hundred pound range. I used to be in the circus. Where you are. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be in the circus. Are you the guy that guesses okay. the weight? That's yes. awesome. Nice. Next question: How does he defeat his opponents? Sits on putting the face. his fupa so, in his face. Sits yeah. on face. <laughs> <laughs> he does them. <laughs> it says, by dropping his adipose tissue on his foe. In other words, FUPA. I'm going to give you three points because yeah, I love yeah. you guys. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Ready? Wait, we got two more. Adiposed? Yeah. yeah. Never heard of that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Stumps the librarian. I'm going to bring that right. to work tomorrow. Hey, I Google it myself. You get slapped. <laughs> it says... <laughs> Nice adipose. You got that. <laughs> <laughs> adipose. And the, the definition I had is adipose is commonly known as body fat. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was interesting to publish in a magazine as well. Um, ready? Next category is upper management. So. Upper management. Thought, why did I think we were done? Okay, keep going. We've got two more sections. Six more questions. Come on. This is riveting like stuff. Good. Good. What is the name <laughs> of the man who calls... <laughs> what is the name... Of the man who calls the shots for Mo and Mabel. Oscar. Oh, it's, it's your aim, friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> number Mike's eight. Uh, number eight, sorry. Uh, next question. Who manages the head shrinkers? Alpha. Alpha and maybe Captain Lou. Uh, oh, good point. Uh, Alpha is the, the answer they published, but I, I agree. <laughs> which, which former Federation manager co-hosted Monday Night Raw? Wait, what? Bobby. Correct. Oh, yeah. Ready? Next and final section is odds and evens. Odd. I don't like, this sounds like another numbers one. I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> <laughs> one Federation superstar used to represent his native Finland in amateur bouts. Oh, jeez. Oh, Mike's got Ludwig Borga. <laughs> Canadians think we are. Seriously. <laughs> Bob Backlund first signed on with the Federation in... 1977, 1980, or 1985? Um, I think it's, it's either 77, 77 or 80. I think it's 77. Final answer? He, he held the belt for, like, years. 77, I say. Yeah. You are correct. If you get this, I'm going to give you 100 points. Is it like Sid Vicious? No, 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 Hollywood Couple. Uh, I, ha- I have an answer. Hold on. Do I care? I don't even care. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Hollywood Couple. Uh, I don't know. Sean Hollywood Penn. is where I tap out. 
Sean Penn and Madonna. No, they weren't. No one That's... compared them to that. <laughs> I, I agree. I thought that was the most bogus yeah, question it's... on the entire thing. Yeah. They look totally opposite. I don't yeah, think it has I'm, anything I'm... to do with that. <laughs> 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 no, it has nothing to do with their looks. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say that. You, know, you didn't see the new the biopic on Bam Bam coming out. It's played by Sean Penn. <laughs> they look nothing alike. <laughs> Sean Penn singing the music. Bam, bam. Let me tally up your points really quick. You, you guys got gracious. 23 points. That puts We're you good, in the good range. Mm. All right. I expect better yeah, at episode 200. Seriously. I, okay. Can we I, take, a, take the test again? Sorry, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know, Nick, I'm calling it right now. What day of the week are we going to get a text from Thomas Montalto with his score? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to 30. He's I don't know. Would he have gotten a thirty, Tom? I want to know. Would you've gotten now, a thirty on this? I don't. I I'm really interested if he would have known the Sean Penn and Madonna answer. You put. I you doubt submit it. that. We're gonna put that some bitch in the Scantron machine, and we will see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So ready. We've got our following segment, and this one is a good one. This one is what Jim brought. It is Ravishing yeah. Rick Rude and Bobby Heenan on Regis and Kathy Lee. Take it away, Jim. Yeah, just, you know, if you're going down to the cellar, you got to go with this kind of stuff. I kind of wanted to do a Regis one just because you know that he's had so many different wrestlers on that show. He was like a big fan and all that. Plus, for our generation, at least I'm going to speak for myself, when you stayed home from school sick, yes. like your mom was home, right? Like, yes. The Regis show was like the only thing 100%. on. 100%. And you might not what? have liked it, but what? it came it came to a point where I actually no, 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 looked no, no, forward to no, it. No, 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 no. What kind of household did you jabrodies grow up in that you didn't watch Price is Right? I watched Price your... is Right. I don't know about oh, these guys. Burn House was not a game show house, really. They're yeah, yeah, no. I'm all about the games and how you play it. Regis and Kathy Lee over. The prices right. Wait, but did you talking prices right like when you're in elementary school? Because Regis and Kathy Lee reminds me of elementary school, like home on a snow day, and like the, you've just finished watching the news, waiting to see your school closing on the bottom, <laughs> scrolling through, and ABC has switched over to Regis and yeah, Kathy Philbin, Lee. And Philbin takes over for the morning. <laughs> God, Philbin, and Philbin loves wrestling. This guy yeah. loves He's a yes. huge fan, yeah. He, he really does. He got to start and, in and, wrestling. Side note: so, Did he really tell tell yeah. tell me more? Yeah. Uh, apparently, he got to start interviewing Freddie Blassie back in the day. Nice. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. That's a that's a deep cut. When he, I, when he wasn't well known. That's pretty awesome. That I, is really cool. I have to admit that there is. Oh, maybe it's maybe it's even behind me, on my shelf. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to take a look. Uh, there is a long-standing rib here from Jim himself, who is one of the best fantasy ribbers ever. And we were in the fantasy baseball playoffs years and years and years ago. And I lost to Jim's team, which was, I'm pretty sure, just called Regis Philpin was the team (laughs) name. And he sends me a hardcover book of the the Regis, was it a biography? It was Regis, 
and it's signed on the inside <laughs> in in a very very familiar handwriting yeah. <laughs> telling well, me that Regis's. I sucked at fantasy baseball. <laughs> I I got to I got to take my headphones off and turn around and see if it's on my bookshelf behind me. I took Regis. such great ple- pleasure in that because you know, I saw it on the the free shelf. I was like, "Oh, I'm just going to troll Matt with this book." And it was I I like laughed myself right at the post office, you know, like it's sending incredible. it in the mail. I'm like this is the greatest. But Regis, Regis so Regis, my favorite part is before Rick Rude comes out, Regis explains to Kathy Lee what he does in the ring. Uh, <laughs> the Rude Awakening. The Rude Awakening and how he brings like the women in the ring after his match and, and gives them a big wet kiss. Um, they're promoting SummerSlam, Rude versus Warrior for the Intercontinental title. If, if um, you thought the creep factor for the Brett stuff <laughs> earlier yeah. was... So, so which which is worse? Bad. Like, th- they're pretty. I don't know. We're we're sitting here with this yeah. Judgment Day type scale, right? This, uh, the, I, I don't, I don't know which is worse. This one is. I'll say that rude. This one feels more like a shoot when the other one is yes. like totally scripted. Yeah. Obviously, okay. You know? like, yeah. This, yeah. this one is like. Yeah. Uh, Kathy Lee wrote about this in her book. She said it was wasn't scripted. Like just right. about all of it. That's really? why. Picked, no. That's yeah. actually why. That's why I picked this one. Actually, there were a few other ones. The first one I looked to was like Ultimate Warrior because that's like an easy W anytime yeah. you're watching some. But however, his appearance on the Regis show, at least when he's the champion, he's so actually like genuine and not like in full character. character. And he's like, it's just like I don't know. It's just not that funny. But this, then I saw that. Like, oh my god, Kathy Lee wrote about it and stuff. I was like, ah, we should, this is probably the most interesting one to cover. I think. Definitely. He, he is he is overly aggressive in his flirtation. But at is, first is, he's not aggressive. It's like, he's like bashful at first. He comes uh, out and he's like he's like staring at her, which is awkward, but then he's like admitting to being like like feeling shy and bashful about it. He we, he I mean, I'm going to hit play in a second, but he's staring at her for the entire segment the entire segment but let's i i, I pulled we should let's, say though this is also just to paint a picture for you this is uh rick rude with the like the the perm. Yes. he looks like a real like uh yeah i don't know yeah gigolo or something yeah like so he's got the 19- perm on he's got the perm and the robe and the intercontinental title that he's handed over to regis yes 1989 uh wrestle uh, it's i said it again it's 1989 SummerSlam morning and they're on Regis and Kathy Lee. So think of the perm. Think of the big old worm mustache that's there. It's 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 peak peak Rick Rude. So let's let's hit play. Thank you. Oh, Rick, Thank you, Rick's Rick. looking you over. You know how lucky you are that he uh, kissed your hand. Really, Rick. <laughs> Rick. Rick. It's nice to have you all ready to go against the Warrior tonight. All set for the Warrior. You know, up until this point, my mind has been focused totally on the Ultimate Warrior, but uh, Kathy Lee, you've seemed to have done away with that. Uh, my oh. mind seems Rick. to be, well, Rick, mine's off in left talker. field somewhere. The Ultimate Woman right here, Rick. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm Ultimate Woman. <laughs> the Ultimate See, Woman. He's in the grooming stage at this point. If we're yeah. going to get really super creepy, let's bring in the super creepy text, uh, the super creepy <laughs> words here. Uh, he's grooming her in the beginning here. It's very uncomfortable. But how weird is it, though? Like, I only remember this show, and I didn't do my homework this much, but I only remember this show Monday through Friday. Yes. That's and they're my there the, the morning of SummerSlam. It was on a Monday. SummerSlam was on a Monday that yes. year. Oh, 
wow. they used to always run these pay-per-views on random ass days it's it's crazy a monday you know like yeah, yeah. crazy why Can't i guess even imagine the summer anymore. i mean it's still a you know a work night technically they're usually doing things on sunday but you know it's it that's what i thought too i'm like this is daytime tv that's weekday television you know mm-hmm so Regis shows a highlight of how Bobby the Brain Heenan calls a woman into the ring and she's kissed by Rick Rude. And then right after that, Heenan is introduced after the first commercial break and he's like yelling into the back like, no, no. <laughs> like Heenan is, I mean, this guy can do no wrong, but seriously, it's perfect. What's he say? Who is it, it back it, there? Joanne? Jo- the- yes, it's yes. Joanne. And he starts talking about Joanne from the back. Yeah. <laughs> but shortly, shortly after him coming out there, he's he's offering and he's he's helping his friend. He's being a good wingman here and he's trying to uh, allow Regis and Heenan to uh, leave those two alone. So uh, I'm, I'm going to hit play one more time. Oh, can we have a cold <laughs> towel out here for Kathy Lee? <laughs> Should be now. Should be a big night for the pay per view. What is going on? I don't here? know. It's is warm. it warm in here? Is Kathy D. Brown the temperature up 10 degrees? Kathy, would you like me and Regis to leave? Yeah. No. Go do no, don't leave. <laughs> Why don't you guys sit on the couch? We'll sit here and talk Look a little the, bit. But, but here's what gets me the rude one is really intrigued. <laughs> This, I, could keep, I could keep watching. It's so uncomfortable. But like Kathy Lee point. is is really like, at this point, she's like, okay, I've had enough. And Regis yeah, is a is... terrible friend too. Yeah. He's terrible. <laughs> he finds it hilarious. Yeah, he's awful. Like I like no he's one... egging that shit right on. I know Mikey told us offline that like Frank Gifford wanted to beat the shit out of Rick Rude, but he should have beat the shit out That's... of Regis too. <laughs> yeah. He's the one that set this shit up. <laughs> there, th- this is certainly the turning point. That little clip there, she goes from playful to I'm not screwing around anymore. You got to stop this. And it's very, very uncomfortable. Yeah. And it, it makes me want to read what she wrote about in her book. I like, agreed. I, 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 it makes me want to know the, more to this story. I need more background from Rude Kathy looks Lee. looks hungover, too. He's like, yes. Oh, like, Exhausted. <laughs> yeah. And the way he's to talking, the, too. Did we get to where she asks him his height yet? <laughs> no. Yeah, you bring it up anytime. What, what was, what's the exact thing? <laughs> uh uh, I think he uh, she asks him his height, uh, and he says six four. And then he says, "How tall are you?" To Kathy Lee, and she uh, she's like, uh, "I got stumps for legs." Oh yeah. <laughs> and Rick Rude says, "Those those ain't no stumps I ever seen." <laughs> so awkward. Yeah. They show the clip of uh, you know like. You know the rude waking like happening in a ring. Yes, and Heenan he Heenan just comes off to kind of like a sleazy pimp sometimes too. He's like, <laughs> yeah. she's melting, Regis. Like, yeah. he's gonna do his talking for him. And then I love it how they they have stayed they've staged and planned this rude awakening from the crowd. Right, Regis is all about it. Like, we're gonna do a rude awakening. <laughs> like, we've picked someone already, and they call the Heenan goes out and like finds this girl in the crowd who's like pretty attractive looking woman. Calls her down, and Rick Rude gives her a rude awakening, um, and she's laying on the ground. At this point, Regis is asking Rude to take off his robe. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Did we get – was Regis gyrating him? No, on no, top you're, of you're jumping the shark, man. All right, sorry. <laughs> so uh, Regis gets him to take off the robe, and, and Regis is, like, getting in there, and Regis gyrating his hips all over this woman. Now, let me tell you. <laughs> I want to make sure I we thought, didn't get, forget I that. I thought, I thought I'd seen it all. I thought that 
Mikey Workrate was the worst person at doing like the Rick Rude, Val Venus, yes. hip gyrating move. And then I saw Regis do it. But then then I was reminded that Regis just had hip surgery. <laughs> and, and he still did it better than you, Mikey Workrate. I don't know about I, that. I'm glad we have the same notes on that. <laughs> the worst hip gyrating, Regis versus Mikey Workrate. I'd like to I, see that. I, I really thought that he had a cummerbund on, Regis. I thought <laughs> no. he had a cummerbund on. No, it's a back brace. No, I, yeah. I totally thought it was a cummerbund. I was like, this one of them referenced here? it in exactly. in the interview. Like they yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, slid yeah. it in there. Yeah. Don't you love too yeah. when um, Rude is kissing her? How <laughs> Regis <laughs> gets like right in there. <laughs> His face is like right in there. Like he wants to join and make it a threesome. He's like, wait, wait, is there tongue? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, what's going on there? Can somebody explain what a rude awakening is know, for anybody that may too. have may have not right. uh, yeah, that's been, confusing. been alive or around when we're <laughs> when we're really talking Rick Rude? Who wants to be the uh, the 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 one that can describe this in the it's most like gory detail? Sweeping details? kind of movie yeah. piss, though, right? He like, wants to spread uh, the love he across kisses, the nation. He kisses her and like basically drops her to the ground, like yeah, as he it. like slowly drops her to the ground. The woman it, is like swooning on the floor, yeah, and uh, then like he an old school, over her. Yeah, it's like a forties yes, or fifties yes. movie or something like that. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. then after he does that, though, he stands over her, like Matt yes. was saying, and he puts his hands behind his head, the and then he part. gyrates his hips over as he's standing over her. And the best part about this is then Regis starts doing it off to the side, <laughs> and then Regis Rick Rude steps off of this poor woman, <laughs> and Regis steps over her, and then proceeds to do the Rude Awakening to her. At this point, the woman, on, the woman on the ground is absolutely bawling, hysterically oh, laughing God, at so Regis <laughs> standing over her. But Mike, the crowd's Mike, popping Mike, too. The crowd's popping. Yeah, oh, totally. Like, ah! Mike, <laughs> Mike sled in this little, like, uh, this wholesome part in the middle of Rick Rude's talking about this, and he's being super creepy. And then all of a sudden, he starts talking about his mother, and his mother says that, uh, you know, love is a is a thing to be spread. This is my little way of spreading a little bit of love throughout the country, wherever I go. And it, like, <laughs> I'm in the yeah. middle of this really bizarre, yeah. uncomfortable situation, and then I'm, like, finding myself going, huh, that's... <laughs> That's really awesome. Like, Rick's a really I, sweet guy. Rick's a sweet guy. <laughs> I, I hope that this podcast is spreading love across the nation Absolutely. and the world and laughter and wholesome goodness, even though we're talking about grooming poor ladies into yeah, uncomfortable situations. So talk about uncomfortable switch situations. It's at this point where Rude, Rick Rude is going to take off the robe for the Gifford and he takes it off and he's got Kathy Lee airbrushed on the front of his tights and then he turns around and he's got Regis on his ass as no, he it's pers- Frank. Oh, it's, it's Frank? Frank? No, it's Regis. I think it's Regis. And he oh. proceeds to twerk though. Like and clench yeah. his ass. Like it's it's really <laughs> weird. It's like a yeah, it's a <laughs> that's you know, everyone's got their uh specific kink i don't know if you could say that on the show but <laughs> rick rude doing a regis butt flex that's mine baby <laughs> so much <laughs> we lost nick he's out of his chair and on the ground if anybody watches impractical jokers where sal is in the background just falling on the ground laughing yes. i'm pretty sure that's just what nick did oh, right now oh my god <laughs> the whole so episode's Kathy- worth it for that moment i think <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't ex- did you expect that? Regis on the fuck the back. Kathy oh, Lee runs up. Flex. So the, the step, yeah. the set has steps like like you would see in any late '80s sitcom. Yes. And Kathy Lee like runs, yeah, Fresh Prince, <laughs> and runs up those stairs. And Rick Rude then chases after her, and she like ha- finds a dead end and turns around, runs down the stairs. Rick Rude runs down after her. They're like gallivanting throughout the set. She has after to jump each other. over a couch. <laughs> yes, and she bolts. She goes out yeah. the back door, like yeah, off like the emergency stage. door. Yeah, oh, man. Oh man, I feel down so to the bad streets. for this woman. My, my, are we getting my worked, notes, bro? Are we getting worked? No, I, I mean, I don't think so. I think this is like it's I in mean, her book. I didn't, yeah, I I didn't read her book, but it makes me want to. My my I notes for what? this. I mean, Mike wrote an auto wrote a biography on her back in sixth oh, grade. All right, mm-hmm. all right. That her and leopards. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? No. Is that one report? <laughs> I did write a report on leopards in sixth grade, but not <laughs> Kathy Lee. <laughs> Matt, I'll, Matt, I'll get you the Kathy Lee biography so then you have the complete Regis and Kathy Lee uh, so, set. I looked on my bookshelf behind me. It's not there. I have a, I have a, a an idea of where it is, so uh, I'll try to find it. If I do, I'll post a picture of it. But my my notes for this whole segment here, right, is uh, is four words: holy sexual harassment, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> like I hope that WWE takes this clip now and Even shows it to everybody. They show this to everyone as part of their anti-harassment training. Like whatever you do, don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god. It's like uh all right, Rhea Ripley, you're going on the extra cooler show. Watch this. Yeah. This is how I don't want you to perform. <laughs> so when, when Ravishing Mikey work rate starts to try, to, try uh-huh. to make you very uncomfortable, this is – oh, my God. Mikey Mikey uh, would be the one getting chased up the stairs, I think. <laughs> Rhea, Rhea yeah, I, I agree. Probably. All right. hi Well – I think we're all uh, full from our our trip to the wine cellar. This was, I think, this was about the uh, the the truest extra cooler show episode that we could possibly have uh, to celebrate 100 episodes. I, I think I'm gonna I, have I, a wine hangover tomorrow. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm gonna have a butt oh, ice hangover. Did you finish that butt ice yet? No way. No way. I, yes, you did. I, no, Shocked no, on the rest of it happened. right now. I, yeah. Ooh, do you want to hear me throw up on air? I don't think so. I've actually had two uh, Lawson's Hazy Rays IPAs as well. So uh, the purple and yellow, like Lakers color can here. It's it's delicious. Don't get me wrong. But uh, having this Bud Ice following two of those is probably a bad idea. Yeah, I was, yeah. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm about halfway through my 25 ounces here. Um, I wish we I wish we all had Bud Ice and could get together and play yeah. Maxi Vision though. I'd love to play the uh, the Jesus game or the baby game or the. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in this baby game. <laughs> yeah, that's not right weird. <laughs> Drinking from the fountains and shit. Should I swear, I'll send you the video, or you can just play solitaire. Oh, yeah, it's worth 150 bucks. Yeah, forget the deck of cards. 150 dollars solitaire. Yeah, yeah, a deck of cards is a cost you set you back 50 cents. <laughs> oh man alright well cheers guys to uh, 100 episodes here's to 100 more uh, and, and more thank you for uh, letting us do this thank you for listening and telling any of your friends about our show uh, this is a blast so 
next week, believe it or not, we're going to be taking the week off. Um, because we got some stuff going on, but we're going to be back the first week of May, uh, with a lot of fun stuff. And we've got, we've still got my match, Mikey's match and Jimmy Polo's match, um, with some stipulations. Dial it uh, up. We're ready for it. All right. So be sure to follow us on Instagram at extra cooler and join the discord. Uh, while you're at it, don't forget to follow, subscribe, rate, review, and tell all of your friends about the Extra Cooler Show, available wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers. Later. Cheers, fellas. Thanks, everybody. Well, the fact of the matter is this. My mother taught me when I was very young that love is a thing to be spread. So that's just my little way of spreading a little bit of love throughout the country wherever I go. Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, so, uh, what's in cooler? Oh, <laughs> just blew my mind. <laughs> the rhino, the rhino's on ya. <laughs> Extra credit. Port, 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 port side heater. <laughs> Extra credit. Nasty, nasty boys. Can I go dump this bite ice now? <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs>